Welcome to episode 107 of the Local Meta. My name is Fletcher. And I'm John. All right, let's pick up where we left off, John. Yep. Okay. Um, Story slash flavor category. Okay, well, let's start this episode off right. So first, This is all Fletcher. I'm not going to say anything. So first, uh, first card in our story flavor that we were like, Gideon's Sacrifice. Um, I'm just going to say, John, that I'm uh, humbly and respectfully... I was totally freaking right, and you can eat it. Moving on, <laughs> Ravnica at war. <laughs> but so I didn't want to be quiet too long because I was worried you'd think that I disconnected. Yeah, no, but... <laughs> um, but yeah, that's basically all I have to say about that. This card's the card's cool too and does things, but whatever. Card is awesome. There's a lot of sweet flavor. This card is actually very, very flavorful in the set for cards also, which is kind of ridiculous. Yeah, we'll actually talk about this with a couple other cards or eventually here, but um, yeah. yeah. But Fletcher was right and got his wish, which means I'm pretty sure he sold his soul to the devil and his dad's not going to appreciate it. I get, I get another free story. Pass, so it doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, yeah, let's um, uh, we'll move on here. Why don't you take your Ravnica at war here? All right, uh, Ravnica at war. Three colors, white sorcery, exile all multicolored permanents. So we have a four mana board wipe that's admittedly very, very limited in what it can hit. Mm -hmm. But the flavor of this is so awesome, it's so perfect. Like <laughs> the Ravnica at its core is an is a multicolor set. That's yep. the big thing. All the guilds are multicolored, and there's always been like these slight little like hintings of there being like an uh, uprising the against gateless the uprising. guilds. Yeah, yeah, the gateless uprising, which they've referenced zero in this entire three set series, right? Um, no, they, they did it a little bit in the previous two. Okay, I always think of Guardian but, of the Gateless from Return or Gate Crash. So, yeah. But so the fact that Ravnica at War just starts out by exiling all multicolored permanents yeah. is just damn. And the flavor text too just fits perfectly. The heart of Ravnica disappeared before anyone can strike a blow in its defense. What is the heart of Ravnica? Multicoloredness. Yep. <laughs> like <laughs> just wow, perfect. It's, I legit think this card is awesome. The, yeah, the flavor of that card is just just great. Yeah, power level wise, it's whatever. Yeah, but I mean, flavor wise. Damn. Mm -hmm. All right. You got another one here for us. Uh, yes. my This one I want to talk about because I love the art that on it. pretty sick art. Uh, Thunder Drake. Three colors blue. Uh, Elemental Drake. Two, three flyer. Whenever you cast your second spell each turn, put a plus one, plus one counter on Thunder Drake. Yeah. One, I like that ability. I, uh, Two... I love this art. The art is sweet. The ability I could take or leave it. But you want to cast a bunch of spells in your heroic deck. Yeah, I know, but I don't want to pay four mana for something and get one counter a turn. I mean... I mean... Beggars can't be choosers. Yeah, yeah, I can. Just watch me. Also, it has flying. It does. This is true. It can attack as a 3-4. Okay. With sweet art. It does have sweet art. I am not disputing this claim. <laughs> That's basically my entire yeah. thing, is I love this art. This art's great. Uh, okay. It probably gets my, the best art in the set, so. Yeah. Fair. So, the, the funny thing is, is that you don't have the ridiculous, most ridiculous inclusion on this list. 
Um, Negatory. So my, so the next one I have, and I have to include this one, is the Lazatet Behemoth. Um, and I'm not even going to read the stuff, but it's a zombie hippo that's an Eternal. It's a, it's a zombie hippo with great flavor and text. So the flavor text is attributed to some Boros Legionnaire. Um, uh, this oh, is your Boros Legionnaire, sir. This is my Boros Legionnaire here, right? Um, but... <laughs> Uh, the flavor text is, I know I should be more concerned, but a big blue zombie zombie potamus from beyond the stars, this is what they're invading us with. Like, <laughs> I love that they are they're... just take the opportunity to just look at the absurdity of this whole thing a little bit and just call it out. Yeah, it's, it is excellent. <laughs> like, the first time I saw it, I'm like, how the hell did a hippo become a, an eternal? And I'm pretty sure the answer is, are you going to stop it? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, if that thing wandered in no one's stopping it it's like yep it gets make your way on the assembly line we're not going to be in the way <laughs> yeah like like i just have to say in general too the flavor text of this set is on freaking point yes like, there's yeah and i'll be we're gonna get to a few more of those i'll cover but... <laughs> some of it here too yeah here you know i'm gonna get those out of the way right now actually if that's okay all right like, so yeah um i don't even remember what this card actually was but um, Soren's thirst so uh well that's one of them i was gonna talk about my my theme of of cards and everything here okay but yeah i'll just get that out of the way so there's this constant theme of like the people unifying and stuff throughout the set that I think is just awesome and really good. So like battlefield promotion, um, which is just like a combat trick basically, but um, the art is super good and the flavor text is "Welcome to the Legion. You saved a district. Now let's go save the world." <laughs> and um, uh, the bond the bond cycle of cards, um, which are basically all the guilds coming together or two guilds that share a color coming together to do something. So like, uh, what is it? Bond of, uh, discipline, flourishing, insight, passion, and revival. Um, so it's finding this common ground and coming together to fight, to fight a foe basically. Um, and then, and then my boy, Ajani showing up and being all supportive and everything and stuff like that. I absolutely love the cards that he's in when he's doing things like that um the one i picked out in particular was pledge of unity um i don't even care about Gideon in there but ajani with his big kitty hand and stuff like that like always just inspires me for some reason when he's like putting his hand on some person's shoulders uh what was the card from theros that i really liked uh uh oh i, I even found the card for you before and solidarity I of it heroes is. there we are yeah solidarity um, of heroes i absolutely love that card too i don't even like ajani but like you know, it just and then like all the flavor text of it. You know, the like Gideon from Pledge of Unity. Gideon's no, no one hero will save this day. Today we all must be heroes, kind of thing. It's all like I, they just did such a good job of pushing that theme too, and I really, really yeah. liked it. Like they just created such a cohesive element to it all, uh, with a lot of these pieces. And then they also they're, had some other great flavor text. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of fantastic flavor text in this set. Yeah, like. A lot of really humorous ones, also. Yeah. Like you, yeah. Like they knew what they were doing. Mm -hmm. We don't really have time to cover all of them. Yeah. But one of like one of the most simple ones, pure uh, like total, is on Soren's thirst. Mm -hmm. And for those who don't know, Soren and Nahiri don't get along well. They hate each other. <laughs> and Soren's thirst is just a quote from Nahiri. 
I see you're out of the wall. It's just, <laughs> it's just like the most deadpan thing ever. Like, <laughs> like you can just imagine it just being like delivered in this most monotone voice imaginable. Yep. And then they try and kill each other for like hours on end. Like the world, like the multiverse is literally going to crumble around them, and they're like, "I'm going to kill the shit out of you because I hate <laughs> you that bad." Like, like. <laughs> You know that if they ever did like a like TV show of this exact thing, you'd have like an eternal popping up out of nowhere, like going after one of them. And they just backhanded away and keep going at each other. Right? Yeah. Like <laughs> it's like there's a war going on around them. No one is getting in their way. Yeah. They have their own war, but yeah. So there's our there's our side rant on flavor text here. But actually, I got one uh, more, but we'll hit that one up later. Um, let's yeah. just knock out price. Uh, so price of betrayal um is one of my favorite flavor cards too um i like the effect too actually the card so it's um uh, one black for a sorcery um or so it's black for a sorcery i guess not even to be clear uh remove up to five counters from target artifact creature planeswalker or opponent i like that effect i think that's cool effect that they should sprinkle places um the mo- so, super interesting. Um, sorry, super interesting thing I didn't realize at first is it said opponent, not player. So s- people won't be boarding this in idiotically as a counter to infect. Yeah, they specifically did that with uh, all counter removal. It can't affect you, only only that's, opponents. That's kind of sweet. Yeah, they're very conscious of that. Uh, and the flavor text is: uh, the moment Liliana defied Nicobolus, her contract was broken and her life was forfeit. But she was free to choose her fate, and she decided it was worth the price. Like, and it's the picture of her. If you think from the trailer, kind of like you know, disintegrating <laughs> when she's like, "Not, not, I'm done with this." Like, she's on fire. <laughs> I, I love, I love it. I love the whole moment. I love the aesthetic of this set. I loved that trailer as I just jerked off about a couple episodes ago. Also, I, I read in the thing I never noticed. Did I say that in the other episode where um, uh, when she like you know has her change of heart, uh, she stops and makes the um, uh, uh, oath sign. I did not notice that. No. Yeah, she like slight, she she kind of stops and makes the oath oath sign a little bit. You can see and everything and stuff like that. Like that's a nice little hidden Easter isn't egg. Isn't that like it? And it adds a lot in a weird way, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> like, cool. Well, because she never technically broke, she never broke her oath. No. Nissa actually did. Mm-hmm. Nissa did leave the gate watch. Yep. Liliana never did. Nope, she never did. And like she yeah. was just, you know, contracted yeah. to uh, do something else. Yep. <laughs> but like this is just one of my favorite story moments, and then it leads to the story moment that I totally effing called. Um, yeah. But like, I don't know. I. The, to me, this set is about Liliana, and I love Liliana, so it just works really well. And, and I love her character development, too. And honestly, if they even ended up making a white-black Liliana, I would not be mad. I would say that, like, the half of the third act is about Liliana. It probably, Yeah, I know, but this is my mind here we're talking about. I know. <laughs> this, is, this is Liliana the Liliana-ing. Liliana the Lilianing, the Lily Reckoning. Yeah, basically. Um, so, so that's my thing for that. Like, I love the story points with it and stuff like that, and just going with, yeah, I don't know, all that. But also, 
as as somebody said, that card um, cannot kill Liliana's Planeswalker card out of the gate um, if you plus her or even don't do anything to her. But it can kill a Gideon Planeswalker out of the gate if you plus him. <laughs> Which is funny. Flavor, flavor on point. <laughs> I'm sure that went into it when they were balancing the... I'm totally sure, right? Balancing all that. All right. Um, I'm going to take this next one because it, I just love the flavor text on this card. And you just shake your head at me. Uh, chain, it's cute. Chain with Cyclops. I, I love things like this. It gives me a pensive Minotaur vibe. Um Chain Whip Cyclops, it, it's an it's a Cyclops warrior in red that does things. Um, and the flavor text is, you say this 10th district, not Rubble Belt, but where smash happened, that Rubble Belt, Rubble Belt state of mind. <laughs> Urgdar Cyclops philosopher. And it just makes me laugh every time I read it. Oh my god. I'm sorry, I just love it. Like, the whole the whole, like, gruel philosopher thing just really gets me. Like, <laughs> uh, the uh, where smash happened that rubble belt. I'm sorry. I just lose my shit every time about it, but move on. Just go. <laughs> sorry. Um, you just, you just reminded me of my, uh, Borbering most genetic jackhammer. Oh, comment, yeah. so. <laughs> okay. My God. All right. Continue. Next up. We have another super flavorful spotlight guard. Mm -hmm. Uh, D spark. Uh, white black instant exile target permanent with converted mana cost four or greater. Uh, this is the actual moment where two of the god eternals. I don't know why specifically these two, and there's two more running around. Because. Probably because actually, never mind. I know why because this is a white black spell, and this is the white black god eternals. Oh, there we go. Uh, and it's the flavor text is Liliana whispered to whatever consciousness Oketra and Bontu had left. You are the gods. He is the usurper. You know what to do. And it's literally Liliana turning uh, Bolus's own shit against him. So because take that, which is kind of sweet. Yeah. I mean, that's like a huge story point, obviously. But uh, okay, yeah, huge story point. You know, it's like literally the the turning of tide where Bolts is like, "Oh no, I screwed up." I now would have I'm gotten dead. away for it if it weren't for you meddling kids. Um, <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Um. So the next one I have is I'm a. This one surprised me because I did not expect this, but uh, Oath of Kaya. Yeah, I did not like Jeez. her card means something, but um, it, yeah. This kind of makes sense because of like her actual, her character quality was like when we first met her, she was hired by a by a guy to get rid of a ghost that was haunting his mansion. Mm -hmm. The ghost was actually the ghost of his mother that he left to die, just and the ghost was haunting him for it. Mm -hmm. And she was all like, once she found that out, she's like, well, he's a dick. And then she actually like released the ghost from her bond inside set the room that the ghost was in so the ghost could go murder her own son uh kaya is a very white black planeswalker <laughs> justice yeah yeah Ugh. and it's really interesting that she's joining the gatewatch but it's also kind of cool i like it like i'm not like against it yeah 
but also it's like a removal spell which i kind of like yeah the card does things that i'm not super concerned about but all right it's it's i feel like there's like a hidden meaning in this flavor text though so everyone gets what they truly deserve i will keep watch <laughs> probably right <laughs> what do they truly deserve whatever i, whatever um, I want yeah. um, so uh the last card in our flavor list section thing here um is heartwarming redemption two white two red white instant to discard all the cards in your hand draw that many cards plus one you gain life equal to the number of cards in your hand it's actually a kind of a cool effect um yeah and it's a picture of gideon with his bras that he killed way back in the day in some that his hubris killed yeah. he himself did not actually kill him but yes Bullshit. okay um, and then the flavor text is uh, Kythian had only, only no, eh, had known war every day of his life. Now he finally knew peace. I like this card. I think it's just like, alright. I don't like Gideon as a character. Yep. But I think they needed to kill him right. And I think they did right by him. And I like I right. like this card giving that sense of finality and peace. Yeah, I can dig it. Like, I was not expecting them to kill. Well, I was expecting them to kill Gideon back in Amonkhet, mm -hmm. and I figured since they didn't pull the trigger then, they wouldn't pull the trigger now. Yeah, but I I like how they killed. They Gideon. did it the right way. Like they needed to give him a hero's death, and they did. Yes. Like, and I like the fact that the especially the story development that like that you saw from Dominaria of him understanding, like understanding Liliana almost, and also like changing her a little bit. Mm -hmm. And so like, like they, sorry, they kind of started to understand each other. It seems. Yeah. In a weird way. Like, and then, you know, all the stuff happens where she's, where they're like, you know, she's chained to bolus basically and can't do anything she's in bolus clutches haha yeah. <laughs> um and he was he was legitimate he didn't realize where she went he thought yeah. she just took off because her final theme was dead yeah. and he was legitimately hurt thinking that exactly she and so i think the realization with uh, you know obviously i haven't read the book and i don't know if there's been a big story beat about it stuff like that but like him as a character when he realizes what actually was going on like i think it makes sense for his character that he would he would sacrifice himself. And I like the, you know, like the timing of everything they did with this too, like with the, like, you know, with this card and everything. And then, you know, their releasing of obituary Gideon Jura um, was really nice. Which was obviously very, very planned. Oh, it was. And they, they, they knocked it out of the park for the most part with the flavor of it and everything. Like, yeah. Martyrs bond. Yeah. Well, that, that freaking <laughs> that like stuff. rest in peace. Holy crap. That was, they crushed that one. That is everything about that card is just perfect. It is absolutely one hundred percent perfect. Like, I, like, a, like I actually, a forward flavor text, and you're like, oh my god! Like, <laughs> yeah, like the the artist actually, I saw a comment he made on yep. Twitter about that. He's like, it's very rare that you get to draw a peaceful card. Yep. And I really, really enjoyed making this art for this card, yep. just because, like, like you see the card and you just get a sense of peace about it. Mm -hmm. Like you really, really do. And I, 
It was everything about that is excellent. Yes, yeah, it's it's awesome and stuff. So I'm like I'm super glad they gave him an appropriate send off. Like I yeah. feel like it would have like as much as I don't like the character, and I I'm I'm actually glad that they killed him. Basically, I still think they needed to to do it right, and they did it right. So yeah, so props to them. This is kind of the card to symbolize that whole thing in this set, um, and they also <laughs> saved Liliana. So I'll take that. <laughs> Yeah, you you got what you really wanted. I got, I got everything it, so. I wanted. <laughs> okay, well, so we got through the the big flavor cards. Why don't we just roll into some random cards and um uh, start talking about crazy shit like the space right. program? Yep. For those who don't know, there's a space program on Ravnica. <laughs> it's ran by angels. Yeah, <laughs> they have freaking star destroyers apparently. <laughs> Uh, Parahelion 2, which means there was a Parahelion 1. <laughs> Apparently. So, so I've always known that there, there's basically a prison up in the sky that the Boros hold. Because all the laws for the Azorius arresting people only apply to those on land, apparently. <laughs> this was actually referenced in a flavor text before. <laughs> So the angels have a prison in the sky, and apparently part of that prison is a goddamn spaceship. <laughs> it looks Perihelion like a spaceship. 2. Yeah. Perihelion 2, six, six colorless, white, white, legendary artifact vehicle, 5-5, five, five, flying first strike vigilance with crew 4. Man. When Perihelion 2 attacks, create two four four white angel creature tokens with flying and vigilance that are attacking. <laughs> what the hell, man? Like they have their space program working. Like if you you know, if you can get this bastard off the ground, like you just that's it. Like holy hell. How do you lose? Like it's like I'm gonna I'm gonna crew an attack with my five five flying first strike vigilance, ass beater, and eh, two four fours are gonna come along for the ride. Oh, by the way, their their vigilance and they're attacking. They're not tapped in attacking, so they can still block no. too. If I don't kill you in this freaking attack, which I probably yeah. will. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, yeah, like on this card is ridiculous. Like honestly, I see myself just dying with this card in hand more often than not if I ever had it. But like, there's a lot of expensive oh, cards in the set though, which makes yeah. me think it's going to be a slow limited format. And maybe it will be, but holy hell! Like if if you can cast this and crew it, it's like G like, G son. Like this just has to go in my angel tribal EDH. Oh deck, god, right? yeah, I think it has to. It literally shits angels. Yeah, it, it literally is a spaceship that shits an angel. <laughs> it just carpet bombs those things. Oh my god, yeah. Not to mention, it itself has vigilance. So if you need a first strike five five blocker, you it got you. You bro. can use one of your damn four fours to crew it. Like, <laughs> oh god. So it attacks for 13 and blocks for 9. Yep. <laughs> Seems fine. Seems stupid. All right. God, God, God damn. damn. All right, let's move on to something on the complete opposite end of the spectrum. Um, 
So, contentious plan, one in a blue sorcery, proliferate, draw a card. I love, I love crap like this. Like, a simple card does, like, it's got four lines of rules text, or four, four words of rules text, sorry. Uh, and, yeah. and it's just, it does something very simple. And it's just one of those things I can look at and just be like, oh, this is awesome. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It's just such a, like, a Johnny thing. It's like, this is a piece of a puzzle. I could just tell. I, I love, I love simple designs like this. Yeah, I mean, this card's all you, if I'm being honest. I know you don't, it's you like, have no, like, don't like it. Like it's, it's fine. Here's the thing. I'm never going to hate on any card that costs two mana and cycles. Yeah. Like it's just right. Like, there's just there's just silly things I think you can do with this. Like, not good things, just silly things. Yeah, you know, and not even broken which silly is, things, just silly things. Which is yeah. fine. And I, I like it. I like stuff like that. So, all right, let's move on. Uh, all okay. right. This is this is another weird one. This is a weird one. <laughs> Fubblethip the Lost. Colorless blue one one legendary creature homunculus. When Fibblethip the Lost enters the battlefield, draw a card. If it entered from your library or was cast from your library, draw two cards instead. When Fibblethip becomes the target of a spell, shuffle Fibblethip into its owner's <laughs> library. Like I'm not gonna lie, it kind of annoys me that they said the full name for the first line, but not for the last two. <laughs> Okay. I get it. But still. Okay. I, I, I pat you on the head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it's whatever. Yeah. Like it's a lot. This this it, card it's is cute, cute. I guess. I don't know. It's just funny. People are gonna try to make this work. So we already have a pod, right? Yeah. We have we have multiple pod cards in standard. Yep. And this draws you cards, yeah. and it's card advantage. It's a blue at its bare minimum. This card is a blue elvish visionary. Okay. Which is a legacy playable card. <laughs> okay. Obviously, that is an elf creature type, which makes a I big know, I know. Difference. Like you say, you say that it's like <laughs> technically you're correct. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but it's like all right, sure, fine. The art bothers me because it doesn't look like the OG Fibblethip. But whatever. Yeah, okay. I don't know, man. It's Fibblethip. It's worth talking about. I don't know what else to talk All about right. it. So Good talk. Alright. Yeah. Next up. Alright, I'm going to let you take this one. This is all you. This card annoys me. Silent Submersible. Blue, blue. Artifact vehicle. 2-3. When Silent Submersible deals combat damage to a player or a planeswalker, draw a card. It crews for two. So you're telling me that a silent underwater traveling vehicle has no form of evasion whatsoever. The fuck? See, it can't. Otherwise we get Scooter and that's the problem. I, I get that. I understand that. Scooter was ridiculous. This card is also blue blue, which means it doesn't go in every deck. Maybe it's like a possibly a good sideboard card against control. I don't know, man. 
This card just annoys me on multiple levels. You're gonna get a bunch of them as your rares and just be mad. I'm going to. It probably looks alright in foil, at least. Like, I like the art. Yeah. But, yeah. Yep. This card's bad, and it should feel bad. <laughs> alright, on that theme, let's continue on. Um, <laughs> Banehound. Black. For a 1-1 Nightmare Hound with lifelink in haste. Yep. yep. It's a thing. You, all right, let's just I'm just going to spoil this for everybody. You're not doing it if you play this card. Like man, you you know how many of this card you're going to be attacked by turn 1 during the Oh my god, every single one of them. All of all them. of them. <laughs> your opponent's gonna have one in their deck and they're always yeah, gonna and i'm gonna be it. like oh okay well that's really good because you don't know how to build a deck like <laughs> yeah and it, you're going to lose i'm gonna to lose it to it and be just mad like uh, uh, stop it <laughs> yeah. this card's gonna end up being like just legit as shit and, and i'm gonna look like an idiot here eventually but i mean Maybe it's constructed playable in some godforsaken universe. I don't want to live in that universe. Like, so we have two different one mana, one one. We have three different one mana, one one life linkers in the format. Yeah. We do have a Johnny's Pride Mate. This isn't standard, not in. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Actually, actually, the Johnny's Pride Mate is in this format, so. It is, but we don't we don't have the other one mana yeah, one one okay. lifelinkers. So, I mean, that's a uh, lot of one mana one one lifelinkers. That's a lot of things that died. Uh, Cry of the Cardarian. Tasty. <laughs> okay. All right. Plus, it's like a combo, so you can go turn one thirsting shade, turn two Ajani's Pride Banks, turn three because you played this off of. Um, Godless Shrine, Isolated Chapel, Isolated Chapel. You, you then play three Dreadhound, attack your opponent, and suddenly your Johnny's Pride Mate is now a 7 7 on turn three. Shut up. <laughs> Just shut up. I don't even like you. All right. So next up, we have Spark Harvest. Uh, black for a sorcery. As an additional cost to cast a spell, sacrifice a creature or play three in a black. Destroy target creature or planeswalker. This is a strictly better bone splinters. Card's sweet. Yep. Bone splinters is sweet. Yep. This card's better than bone splinters. Dom Domri's getting wrecked because Domri voted for the I'm gonna harvest everyone's spark party, and then it's like, yo dog, why you harvesting my spark? <laughs> I'm okay with this. Domri can get run over every day. Domri's Tomri's, uh, I don't know why people like his character. Because he's not interesting. Because some people like idiots. All right. Apparently. So. People, people identify with him really well. <laughs> As I said. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. Next up, we have Massacre Girl. Hell of a name. Uh, three black, black for a legendary creature, this human is... assassin. Four, four, menace. When Massacre Girl enters the battlefield, each other creature gets massive, minus one until it's turn. Whenever a creature dies this turn, each creature other than Massacre Girl gets minus one, minus one until end of turn. So for those who don't know, this is actually a reference to a card from Return to Ravnica called Thrill Kill Assassin. Thrill Kill Assassin was actually a copycat killer because of the popularity of Massacre Girl. Mm. 
where it was popular for debutantes to go out and pretend to be a massacre girl while murdering people. Yeah. So, random little sweet bit of flavor there. Yep. Also, for being called Massacre Girl, there's not that much blood on this art. I dig the hairstyle. Though. Okay. This is a ridiculous effect. Yeah, like, this just feels like it would just chain up the ladder. Like, third. if you're, like, playing your own Llanowar Elves, and you lose, like, all Llanowar Elf to this, suddenly you're killing two drops... And if you kill or two yeah, toughness, yeah. And if you kill a two drop, you kill, that, you kill a three drop. Trees. Like this could legit wipe the board entirely. Yeah, like this is a board wipe that leaves a four four minutes behind. That's legit. Yeah. Like super legit. I'm a fan of this card. I don't know if it's good enough, but it's, it's pretty pretty cool close. as hell, right? Like the thought of like vanifying into this card. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like oh no. My aggro opponent went a little too wide for me. Boom, 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 so boom. Guess everything is dying. Uh, yeah. that I'd be way too into that. Pretty much. I don't know. The card's cool. It's a character that people have been asking for for a long time, too. So, Yeah. Mask real sweet. Yep. I like the card. The card's sweet. does sweet things. Yep. Yep. Moving on to doing really sweet things. <laughs> Sarkon the Masterless. Three colorless red red for a five loyalty legendary planeswalker Sarkon. Whenever a creature attacks you or a planeswalker you control, each dragon you control deals one damage to that creature. Alright. Cool. Weird. Plus one. Until end of turn, each planes each planeswalker. Each planeswalker you control becomes a 4-4 red dragon creature and gains flying. <laughs> you can literally turn your Nicol Bolas dragon god into a dragon. All your Jace clones into the, into the dragon. That's sweet. Yep. Minus 3, create a 4-4 red dragon creature token with okay. flying. All right. This card is awesome because you can turn all of the planeswalkers into dragons. Uh, I am a red ma ma red mage's heart for anyone who doesn't understand. <laughs> uh, I like dragons. <laughs> it's pretty cool. I don't know. It's not my it's and, not my kind of card, but it's sweet. Yeah, it's 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 my kind of yeah. Card. It is. I I also have a good history of playing Sarkon. So. Fair enough. Yes. All right, let's hit this one quick. Awakening of Vitugazi. Three three green green instant. Put nine plus one plus one counters on target land you control. It becomes a legendary zero zero elemental creature with haste named B2 Ghazi. It's still a land. Nine. <laughs> For five mana instant. Nine. nine, 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 nine. Interestingly enough, this is not a one shot combo if you activate Link Moth Nexus and attack with it because it no longer keeps its plus one plus one. Or it no longer keeps its 1-1 one, because one, it becomes a 0-0. Zero, zero. But if you didn't activate the Inkmoth Nexus after doing this, it then becomes a 10-power ten, a ten flying infect creature. Yep. It's cute. Yeah, it's cute. It's funny. All right. We just, it's, it's weird. We had to just mention it at least really quick. Yeah. People have been making references yeah. to it. 
it's it's all right. It's all right. All right. So other weird card, forced landing. One in green instant. Put target creature with flying on the bottom of its owner's library. What? I really like these effects. It's so weird. Like we have D Glamour and Unravel the Aether did that for artifacts and enchantments, and it was super, super interesting. I real I legit think these I really like these effects because it's just a different way of dealing with things that you don't normally see. Mm-hmm. And also this is a clean answer to a rekindling Phoenix. No no shit, man, you're right. Huh. Like and bottom of its owner's library, when they're they're shifting away from doing shuffle effects in standard, is basically killing it forever. Yeah. That's sweet. Huh. Huh. I like this card. Huh? Also, uh, what what is the phrase? Oh, unexpected unexpected lo- departure from controlled flight. I gotta yeah. remember the guy's <laughs> name, but if you ever want to just read something that is just insane, uh some test pilot had his plane disintegrate around him going like Mach 1. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's hardcore. Yeah. So anytime we have a crash landing card, we have to use that phrase. But um, Yeah. Oh, and survived. We'll Re- just say that one. Yeah. Yeah. He survived with multiple broken bones, mind yeah. you. But but he survived. Yeah. Well, was it, wasn't his, like, his first thought was like, if this is death, it's not so bad. <laughs> Oh, he he instantly blacked out after the plane disintegrated. And he's like, as I was coming to, I thought it was dead. And then I realized I wasn't dead or something because of this thing. He was like, yeah, it's like, this wasn't so bad if I'm dead, but it was just really weird. Um, So next up on a happier note, we have plane wide celebration. Uh, Five green, green sorcery. Choose four. You may choose the same mode more than once. Create a two, two citizen creature token. That's all colors. Return target permanent card from your graveyard to your hand proliferate or gain four life or you gain four life this is a weird card this card's just legit great it has to be i cannot see a world where this card doesn't do something to stabilize you it does so much like it's not good enough for constructed no no, no, it's it's seven mana like but damn limited this card like has to be good right yeah, like I don't know if it's like slammed through the table good, but yeah, I'm not sure about damn. that. But okay, all right, Soul Diviner. Why don't you take this one? All right, this one. This one's a little wonky. Gotta do a little scroll in here. Sorry. All right, Soul Diviner. Blue black for a two three zombie wizard. Tap. Remove a counter from an artifact creature land or planeswalker you control draw a card that is a draw engine and oh, a half yeah. combos with the um uh, the land so you can pull the counter that it enters with off and then eat or um uh, then ratchet bomb your opponent's tokens which is not nothing <laughs> like that is actually noteworthy. it is actually somewhat noteworthy like this also combos with adapt yeah pretty well with the dabs mm-hmm. also the art is Domri realizing that uh, he's effed <laughs> yeah he's uh, like I have made a big mistake in voting for the harvest everyone's spark party yep. <laughs> because screw Domri yep. taste it yeah 
this yeah i i really don't know what all to say about this card but this card is i like the effect in it's ridiculous yeah it's interesting that it doesn't say remove a counter from a permanent you control yeah. i'm i suppose there are technically enchantments that do get counters put on them there is the song cycle from god knows oh, when yeah. but still you think it would just say permanent but whatever, whatever. Okay. doesn't really matter um Okay, so next up, this is... Uh, I am pumped for this card. So we have 10th District Legionnaire. Red-white creature-human soldier. 2-2 two, two, haste. Whenever you cast a spell that targets 10th District Legionnaire, put a plus one, plus one counter on 10th District Legionnaire, then scry one. This is Battlewise Hoplite, but strictly better. Uh, except it's in red, not blue. Which is actually probably better. That's... But... <laughs> I mean, it's probably better, but we played like four. We played like four blue cards in that set, all of which gave you evasion. Yeah. But like, or the or the single best heroic creature in the entire deck. Favorite hot plate. I would argue that was the best. The best one in the deck. It was that or hero Viroas. And I legit think it was it was Hoplite oh, because that's this scry is Battleize Hoplite. Relevant. Favorite Hoplite is the one mana one one. Oh, there's no way that was. Oh the come best on, one. man! That thing was gas. No. There were many no. times where Battleize Hoplite was just you could not play it because you. It cost two mana. Let's see, favored Hoplite. I spelled that really wrong. He has another effect on him, didn't he? Uh, no, he's just plus a one, one two. plus one, and it prevented all damage. Yeah. Eh. Eh. Meh. Scry. The scry is better, like but scry. like in the deck, I don't, I don't know if you're right. I don't know. Difference of a picture. Sure. I played the deck a lot. <laughs> so did I. I did worse with it, so I obviously know better. <laughs> I was saying, I played it at a, P, at a P, PTQ. <laughs> uh, but I am happy this card exists. And it gives me hope. Like, I am going to try to make a heroic freaking deck, and I will love it. You will. Yep. I legit hope it's at least, like, B tier. With some of the... There's another card coming up that might push the push the stuff over into See, at least card, potentially playable. Yeah, that card that card is far from B tier. Yeah, that card that card is far from B tier, but the deck I put it in will probably be B tier. Alright. Yeah. Alright, cool. Alright. Next up we have the the most important card in the whole set. The Griffin. <laughs> Negative. Did you even put the Griffin on your on this list anywhere? Uh, Fletcher, there's a new Griffin. Fletcher was really, really happy oh, I was, about it. And I totally forgot to put it on the list now. Okay. So Fletcher, Fletcher is disrespectful to his things. Yep, okay. I am not. Yep. Uh, Ashiok Dream Render, Colist Hybrid Hybrid Demir, mm -hmm. Legacy Legendary Planeswalker Ashiok. Sorry, you can turn one this in Legacy off a Dark Ritual. <laughs> Legendary Planeswalker Ashiok, five loyalty. Spells and abilities your opponent's control cannot cause their controller to search their library. Jeez. 
minus one. Target player puts the top four cards of their library into their graveyard. Then exile each opponent's graveyard. <laughs> this card is interesting as hell. There's a lot of text on this There's card. a lot to unpack here. It seems like not that crazy face value, but like there is just so much to unpack here. Yeah, like and it's and, like you read this like, all right, sure, it's a three mana planeswalker that can mill twenty. Yep. Cool. And then you read it, you're like, that's a shadow of doubt. Yep, that is a shadow of doubt. That is a permanent shadow of doubt. That is a permanent one sided shadow of doubt. That is powerful. Yeah, if you ever want to feel stupid, cast Shadow of Doubt and then try to fetch. <laughs> I recommend against doing that. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a good idea. <laughs> so you're supposed to do it in response to your opponent activating their fetch lands. Yep. Which I have done. <laughs> uh, he was already land screwed. It felt good. felt good. <laughs> All right. So that ability is just probably solid. Yeah, that ability alone is solid. Yeah, the fact that it's a repeatable nuking of your opponent's graveyard and not your own. Yes, relevance. Uh -huh. Also, the ability like when you read the ability, you're like, "Oh, I can mill my opponent and you know for twenty or whatever it is and exile it." You can target yourself and mill yourself yeah. for four if you want, and still exile your opponent's graveyard. Yeah, like. I don't know how relevant that is, but it's got to be a little bit. <laughs> I say, but it is. Yeah, like this card is cool as heck. Yeah, I, I've, I'm sad that Ashiok is not the mythic rare that Ashiok deserves to be. Yeah, I am sad that Ashiok doesn't is not in and of itself a standalone win con. Mm -hmm. But we can't always get what we want. And for what Try you some time. Just might find. <laughs> this card is a sweet sideboard hate card. You got a cool card at least. Like we have to agree I did. with that. Like this card is sweet as hell. I need like three playsets of this card, and one of them needs to be foil. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we all have our loves. I think this card might have like long term play. Fair enough. I would. I, I would know. not be surprised. But. Plus, it's a lot easier for me to get this card in a place set of foil than it's for you to get Liliana. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Drop shade on me. <laughs> All right. So our last card in our miscellaneous list is Karn's Bastion. Um, it is a land that taps for colorless, and you can pay four, tap it, and proliferate. Pro proliferate. Repeatable proliferate has to be at least interesting. It has to be, especially in, like, Commander. Yeah. Like, I see this card as, like, the automatic, oh my god, commander card. Yep. It's, it's fine. It's all right. It's sweet. It does things. All right. Let's get into the juicy biscuits here. Our 10 of 10 wood card again. Yep. Okay. Number one on this list. John? Of, of notes, we have no white or blue cards on this list. That is true. We do not. Mono white yep. and mono blue cards. Sorry. Oh. They should get good. Okay. Yep. I'm just going to point out that when you uh, linked me this card, I was not paying 100% attention to the set symbol and thought this was a spoiler from Modern Horizons. 
Yep. So take it away. <laughs> Bolus's Citadel. This is the uh, artifact that you would make your opponent sacrifice with Angress, whatever. And feel really good about it. <laughs> feel great. Three colorless black, black, black. Legendary artifact. You may look at the top card of your library at any time. You may play the top card of your library. If you cast a spell this way, pay life equal to its converted mana cost rather than pay its mana cost. Also, it has flavor text. It was tap, sacrifice 10 non-land permanents. Each one loses 10 life. Hey, in, in two-headed giant, that means your team loses their your opponent's team loses twenty. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Which is relevant. Okay. That is that is relevant. Yep. This is a win con in two-headed giant by itself. This is a win con in anything by itself. <laughs> yeah. You know what seems really good in two-headed giant? This having thirty life to play with. <laughs> this <laughs> like this card is insane. I don't know if it's better than Yawgmoth's Bargain, but it's trying real hard. The fact that you can say, I don't know if this card is better than Yawgmoth's Bargain, and actually like make a general comparison even remotely close is absurd. You can tinker this out. <laughs> yeah. This is... Oh my god. Like, holy hell. Like, like you still have to spend mana... If you use Yawgmoth's Bargain. Yep. This turns all of your spells into strictly better Phyrexian mana spells. It's... Like, this card is fucking ridiculous. This, this card is absurd. Like, yeah, I, I remember I, our conversation when you linked it. I'm like, oh man, that card is super, super good. Like, we were talking about stuff like that. And, and then, like, finally, like, it was minutes later, I think you had linked other cards we were talking about. I'm like, I'm like, holy shit, that's in standard? Like, <laughs> like, like, I thought the card was insane to be printed in modern, but like, yeah. what? Like, this, oh my god. Yeah, this is, yeah. I, I want to find an excuse to play like, this card. <laughs> I'm not going to feel bad if I'm wrong about this card and it's unplayable in standard. I don't think this card is going to be unplayable in standard. I yeah, it's it has to be playable. Like this card is probably better than six mana planeswalkers. Yeah, probably. Like goddamn. Oh, goddamn. God. Damn. Also, it's only a rare. This is, this, is myth not... this is mythic quality shit here. Easy. Oh yeah, it is only a rare. I didn't even man. But but. All the mythics were taken up. They yep. were taken up by the the finales and the gods. Like, yeah, this card is gas. I need a lot of them. Yeah, and I need some too because holy hell, I'm like contemplating making bets on if this gets banned in a format within the next two years. Older formats, yeah, not, older. Not yeah, not this, not standard. This card is here's the thing: standard itself is not powerful enough to warrant banning this in standard. Like, I could see it getting restricted. Yeah. But, like, Vintage and Legacy. There's potential here. <laughs> like, they've already restricted Yawgmoth's Bargain and Vintage. Yep. You can tinker this one up. <laughs> oh, man. We'll, we'll have to see. I'm, I am 
intrigued, but yeah, okay, it's... yeah, that, Woof. ten of ten <laughs> wood card <Yeah>. again. <laughs> yeah, okay, cards unplayable trade mirrors. Yes, definitely. Um, so next on the list we have Command the Dreadhorde. Uh, four black black sorcery. Choose any number of target creature and/or planeswalker cards in graveyards. Command the Dreadhorde deals damage to you equal to the total converted mana cost of those cards. Put them onto the battlefield under your control. Yep. Flavor text. Liliana sees the reins of Bolus's vast army gritting her teeth behind the chain veil. The art is gas, too. Like The art is gas. The flavor text is gas. This card is gas. This card is gas. This is a slightly more fair version of Rise of the Dark Realms. Yeah. Also, but also this card. Yep, this card naturally wants to be comboed with um uh, Gideon's sacrifice, which is hilarious. Although yeah. the only flavor fail is if you um uh, target Gideon with Gideon's sacrifice, it doesn't kill him because <laughs> he prevents damage. Yep. <laughs> which is also ridiculous. Yeah, but so seven mana with a mythic in play, and you reanimate everything. Acceptable. No Acceptable. <laughs> Seems fine. Yep. Like this card is fantastic art. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if this is the art of the next playmat, but it, I don't think they'll do that because they've already done a Liliana playmat very recently. They should just do all Liliana playmats all the time. I am not disagreeing. Okay. But yeah, like this this is one of those cards that is just such a solid cohesive package that like uh, it's just perfect. Like, it's just it just yeah. says everything it needs to do. Everything about it is right where it needs to be. Yeah, like even the life loss just yep. plays into the whole the chain veil. Oh yeah, like actually, the chain veil makes Liliana's brand marks bleed mm -hmm. because of the strain it puts on her body. Like everything about this card is perfect. Yep, it's just it's wonderful. Uh, love it. I just love that card and the design. But all right, well I'm uh. We'll hit on to our next our next ten. For, th for those who don't notice, we really like a lot of black cards in this. We set. do. All right. Deliver unto evil. Two colorless black sorcery. Choose up to four target cards in your graveyard. If you control a bolus planeswalker, return those cards to your hand. Otherwise, an opponent chooses two of them. Leave the chosen cards in your graveyard and put the rest into your hand. Of note, they worded this differently, so you can't just pick any two cards and yep. return them to your hand. Yep. Uh, the final thing is exile, deliver unto evil. Yep. So you cannot cycle them. Mm -hmm. This card is the Black Factor Fiction. Yep. It, which is awesome. Yes, this card is awesome, also. Um, the name is great. And Holy shit, the artwork. Seb McKinnon is just really good at a very specific style. Yes. I was going to say, like, I won't want him doing the art for every single card in a set, but the ones that he does are so freaking on point. It's just, oh my, oh man, like this. Just go look at the art. It's just so good. It just, it evokes. This is one of those cards where the whole package comes together, too. Like, the name yeah. and the art and everything evokes such a good feeling. It's just perfect. Like, it's just so perfect. Uh, I love it. The black someone made a, good. <laughs> Someone made a meme yep. 
of the whole like galaxy brain exploding thing. Yeah. That the final one was a return to Shadowmore, <laughs> but Seb McKinnon does all the art. Yeah, I, I saw that. <laughs> I, I think I could almost dig that. I, yeah, that's like the one set where he could get away with it, but it would fit in Shadowmore. Yeah, exactly. But like this, I don't know. This is just such a cohesive package. I, lo- I just love it. Also, the, yeah, yeah this... the effect is awesome. Black Factor Fiction is right. Yeah, three mana is sweet. Mm-hmm. Everything about this card is yeah. sweet. I love this card. Yeah. Alright, so let's move Speaking on to a different color. Oh, wait, no. <laughs> no, we're still in black, boys. Yep. Um, <laughs> next up, we have the Elder Spell. Black, black, sorcery. Destroy any number of target planeswalkers. But wait, there's more. Choose a planeswalker you control. Put two loyalty counters on it for each planeswalker destroyed this way. The path to of po- notes. I, I gotta read the flavor text too. Yep. The path to power is often paved with atrocities. Okay. <laughs> Love yes, it. Yes, you do. Uh, of note, you don't have to already control a Planeswalker. You can just cast this. Yes. This is a two-mana black-black, like, total, Boy, just black-black yeah. Planeswalker board wipe. Yep. That's ridiculous. It's, it's narrow, but still, like... It's super narrow. Like, yeah. this is this is never going to be a main deck card, but it's definitely, a, if Planeswalker decks become a thing, this is a sideboard card. Yeah. It's a two-mana answer to Planeswalkers, and dear God, if you blow up any number of them and you have one in play... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like... Yeah, it's probably going to be ultimating pretty goddamn soon. Yeah, it's going to... Yeah, you're going to be wrecking people, and... Oh my god! Like, also the art's pretty sweet on this one too. Yeah, and it's a huge I've, story moment. I still feel like I recognize that planeswalker in the middle. It's an unnamed. I just one, can't I guess, think from where. Say, but, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I just recognize something about his armor or something. But yeah, it reminds me like like the armor and the scarf thing kind of reminds me of uh, the main character from Orcs Must Die for some reason. That's where I recognize it from. <laughs> Holy shit. There we go. Alright. Okay. Card sweet. Yep. Planes Rocker Board Wipes are sweet. Magic sweet. Yep. You know what else is sweet? We're skipping red, right? Goblins. Goblins are pretty sweet. There's no goblin cards. There is. There's multiple goblin oh, cards. Okay. Including what I believe is the first vanilla tutu and red goblin. I think it is. But I'm but, guessing we're not going to talk about that card very much. We're not going to talk about that card very, that very much. We're going to talk about a different card. Okay. For those who asked, this card is not going in my Krenko EDH deck. My Krenko EDH deck is a very, very tuned deck, and unfortunately this card doesn't quite fit. But. But. <laughs> Here's the thing. I still might put it in there. <laughs> <laughs> Franco, Tin Street Kingpin. I do have a minor complaint about this card. Okay. That is, his face is too smooth. Krenko is an ugly mofo. He's not ugly enough, huh? No. Okay, continue. Two colorless red for a 1-2 legendary creature goblin. When Krenko Tin Street Kingpin attacks, put a plus one, plus one counter on it. Then create a number of one run red goblin creature tokens equal to its to Krenko's power. Note they're not attacking. Hmm. 
after the people flee, but before the enemy arrives. That's grabbing time. <laughs> uh, this is just the most Cranko thing ever. Yeah. This card is like, like actually good, isn't it? This card is actually good. I think it actually might be better than um it does it's not as fast of a clock as Legion Warboss is, mm-hmm. but this is this builds up to a bigger threat base faster, and he himself can attack as larger than two toughness, which is relevant. Mm-hmm. The big problem with goblins right now is there's a lot of really good threes. Mm-hmm. There are very, very few good twos. This doesn't help with that problem, mm-hmm. but we're getting close. It's like you're always like two cards off, isn't it? Pretty much. Like, we just need like a little bit more something something for like the early, early game. We're not quite there yet, but we're getting closer. Cranko is awesome. Yeah, like. I'm happy they printed another Krinko. I am too. I, I just keep getting people keep asking me, like, as you putting it in Krinko? I'm like, here's the thing about OG Krinko. OG Krinko don't need no help. Mm-hmm. OG Krinko got everything on lockdown. This Krinko is going to be doing other things. Also, I really like how this combos with pump spells really freaking well. Oh, yeah. This crank was awesome. Quite well. Also, I really like goblins that don't force other goblins to attack. Because you know why? Because Cranko is a kingpin, and he understands that you don't just th- send your flunkies off to die pointlessly. I feel like that's the exact opposite of what he would do. Nah. He's a kingpin. He's the mob boss. Yeah, so he'd send his flunkies off to die. <laughs> you don't become the Tin Street Kingpin by having your guys all go off and commit suicide. Yeah, you do. (laughs) Okay. Should we hit up our last card on the list here? Yeah, this one's a... This is a sweet one. Yeah. I also realized I forgot to put one on the list, but it's not a 10, and I don't care. We're going to move on. Okay. Alright, our last one is a gold card. And a character people have been asking for for a long time. And it's really sweet. Uh, this is Feather the Redeemed. Red, white, white for a 3-4 legendary creature angel with flying. Whenever you cast an instant or sorcery spell that targets a creature you control, exile that card instead of putting it into your graveyard as it resolves. If you do, return it to your hand at the beginning of the next end step. Yeah, buddy. This card is responsible for Aurelia's Fury getting bought out. Uh, Aurelia's Fury is a shit card. It's not shit, it's just not good. It is not good. It is not playable in standard, because it's not legal. And there's no way in hell! It's a casual fireball variant. <laughs> I agree, but it's being bought out because people think it's going to be good in modern. What is it? Your that opponents can't cast non-creature spells or something? Uh, it's X, red, white, instant. Yep. Uh, deals X damage divided as you choose amongst any number of targets. Okay. Any creature dealt damage this way can't block this turn. 
any opponent dealt damage this way can't cast spells this turn. So it's an abeyance. Okay. Or silence, whatever you want to call yeah. it. Hmm. That feels more cute than good. It definitely feels more cute than good. <laughs> but this card, I think, is good. Yes. Like, Patrick Chapin thinks this card is modern playable. Really? Wow. I mean, Mantis Rider is modern playable. This doesn't have the Vigilance, but it's got a bigger booty. Yeah, I like some, some angels with booty. Uh, I just want this in my damn um, uh, heroic deck. <laughs> because you can target it with Define Strike and draw two, three cards a turn? Yes. Two cards a turn? Three cards yes. a turn cycle? Yes. I can target one of my other creatures and do it. <laughs> Good. I can target whatever the hell I want. I can just I can just cast a fine strikes all over the place and just draw tons of cards. That does say creature you control. God damn. Yeah, I know, right? I thought it was her only. Oh no. God damn. Oh no, son. I I misread this card. Yep. God damn. God damn. <laughs> huh. Don't you love huh. it when you misread a card and you're like, oh, this is actually better than I thought. Huh. Uh, I already thought this card was like I agreed this card needed to be on the ten out of ten list. Yeah, and now it's like, mm. oh, this is even better. <laughs> mm. Wow. Yeah, like I'm really pumped for this. I this is the card that I think would make the deck work. Like if if we can make the deck work, this card by itself will probably have decks built around it. Oh yeah. Boros Angels is already kind of a thing still. Mm -hmm. This is probably... Is this better than Resplendent Angel? I don't know. Yeah, but sure. in that deck, it probably replaces... Um, or you can probably stop playing uh, History of Benali if you wanted. Just nothing but Air Force. Fair enough. Man. Like... Her stats alone make her almost playable. That ability makes it ridiculous. Yeah. This is sweet. I don't even care. Yeah. <laughs> like, this yeah. is probably the card I have thought about the most when it comes to, like, what can this go in out of this entire set? And that's saying something mm -hmm. coming from me. Yeah. Except for thinking of, like, legacy decks involving Bolas and Citadel, but... I mean, like, let's be fair here. Feather. Feather's powerful. Yes. Also, I think she's the last fire main angel alive on Ravnica. Is she? Did Ariella get it? Ariella's in a fire main. Oh, okay, I don't know what the hell is going on. Fire main angels specifically have a second set of wings on their hips. Oh, okay. Because uh, Razia was the, the, the Perun of... Boros and the first fire main angel. And a lot of the fire mains just kind of like disappeared between um, OG Ravnica and this Ravnica. Hmm. And Feather's just like, I'm back, bitches. <laughs> also, funny story about Feather. She can't drive her own spaceship. <laughs> okay. Does not have the power to pilot her own par her own perihelion tube. Okay. 
I'm not even gonna probe into that one more. I don't. Whatever. <laughs> Stop it. You're like, all right, whatever. We're, we're done here. Uh, dude, this set looks sweet. The set does look sweet. I, There's a lot yeah. going on in this set. I mean, it's sweet enough to where we just abandoned our old format and we're like, we just need to talk about a bunch of cards because they all look so dang sweet. I can barely handle it. Yeah. I mean, the story and to be looks fair, good. Yeah. I do kind of like doing it in this format. There's just a lot more work we have to do. <laughs> I don't like doing work. This sucks. I know. No, I'm kidding, but yeah. Like, man. Well, I'm looking forward Up to it. note. Oh, yep. Zom- zombie Hippo can pilot the spaceship. <laughs> Pew. I'm just looking for like the most ridiculous things that can technically fly that thing now. Uh, don't mind me. Just hip being a weirdo. Just hippo in. All right, cool. Well, that that wraps it up for our set review this time. So, um, uh, if you wanna shoot us some feedback, you can send us an email to thelocalmeta at gmail Catch us on Twitter at thelocalmetapc. Um, all of our episodes, link to the Discord, everything like that's at thelocalmeta.com. You can check out the site. Um, yeah, John, any final words? Magic's awesome. This set looks awesome. I don't know, man. Yeah, uh, we've, been, we've been literally talking about this stuff for almost four hours now. So, <laughs> uh, three counting three, prep work. Three hours. Yeah. Okay. Fine. All right. Cool. All right. But we will catch you later. Oh, basic lands. Oh, yeah. There. All right. See you. <laughs>